Hi, it's Lizzie here and welcome back to another episode of Styling Matters. I'm really pleased you're back here again for another episode. Now this um, episode is slightly fueled by a YouTube video that I watched yesterday where I wholeheartedly disagreed with the content creation or the advice given on style within this video. Um, it was something along the lines of um, eight or nine um, things a stylish woman should not do if she wants to be known for style. And um, it's not a content creator I normally watch. This is one of the videos that YouTube serves to you if you watch a lot of a certain topic. And I always like to watch other um, stylist content because I think it's it's good to understand where you know what advice is given out anyway one of the points on there was about trends I found myself really disagreeing with the points made regarding trends because well if you're new to me then you probably won't know this but if you've been following me for a while if you read my blog if you watch on Instagram one of the most important ingredients that you can add into your wardrobe are trends. But it's the way you add them in is what will make you stylish or not stylish. So this episode today is very much going to be focused on how the modern stylish woman incorporates trends because I truly believe they are really important. So let's get into the episode now. I've had a little a little rant and a moan, which is not my normal style, but sometimes actually it's not bad to have um, these kind of chats and perhaps, you know, sort, sort of talk through the reasons why some people think this or think that. Now, if like me, you're very much into modern styling, attitude is everything. It's the attitude and it's what you take from something that will um, enable you to blend it in um, or make it a statement piece. Now, I actually, within my own style DNA, can lend myself to the classic elements. Go to have a stylish consultation about colour or your body shape. They include an element about um, your style characteristics. Um, they tend to pigeonhole you into a box of six. There's actually a lot more to it than that. But classics is one of them. And I would say for the vast majority of women, particularly living in England um, and the United Kingdom, we do tend to lend ourselves more to the classics. It's very much in our culture. It's very much served to us all the time anyway, naturally here. Um, we're not massive on colour like some other countries. So we do generally tend to stay conservative, stay, you know, very safe um, in our zone of comfort. And classic will there, therefore be the tag that you would probably, a little bit like the French ladies actually, be the box that we get put into. The thing about being a classic um, or having classic as your star personality is, you can become very predictable. Now, that's fine if you want to be known for a particular style. That's fine if you are intentionally looking for a uniform. You're not actually that big into the latest trends or any 
or actually wanting to really stay modern. You just want to look presentable day in, day out. That's sometimes how I feel about true classics. It's not really about modern styling. They just want to be turning up presentable every single day. It's funny enough, I've just been reading, or I got given for Christmas, the Anna Wintour biography. And you probably know this yourselves if you've watched The Devil Wears Prada. One of one of the key elements of being hired at Vogue is, is how you actually dress. And typically, Vogue from years ago, you had to be twin set and pearls. You had to have that very classic look. You always had to be presentable. Your hair always had to be perfect. But that prim and proper look is very very much dated and it really doesn't lend itself to modern styling. It's not to say that if you love a rule book that you're not stylish but the one thing I would say about modern styling is is to ditch the rule book. So why are trends important? Trends keep you in well in the present time with your style but also trends tend to be a little bit repetitive, they're not just for one season. I think that's a bit of a myth that um, comes through these sort of fashion weeks that we have twice a year. They're not just for one season. They do tend, a trend that's sort of embedded well actually tends to last for about two years. You'll probably see it for three seasons, so autumn, spring, autumn, or um, spring, autumn, spring, and then, then it tends to have a bit of a refresh. There's always some that come and go a bit quicker than that, but generally they do tend to last a lot longer than just the one season. Now, some key things to think about if you do want to embrace trends into your modern wardrobe. The first thing is, is do not embrace one trend from head to toe. Um, I think the only exception to the rule here is probably tonal dressing. Um, but for the most part, I just, yeah, I just, it's about blending trends into your look. It's not about the head to toe look. It's not about going all in unless your style DNA is to really, really be dramatic and make a statement. If that's naturally within you, that might be your vibe and good for you. But I think for this particular episode, I'm focusing more on classic style DNAs who who perhaps are a little bit uncomfortable to get out of their comfort zone and how they can incorporate trends to to keep themselves in the present day. I mean, we talk about circular fashion, we talk about sustainable fashion, but if we take jeans as an example, I'm not saying you have to change your jeans every season, but jeans are a huge indicator of whether you are modern with your styling or not because different cuts of jeans come out year in year out um the skinnies will always be there but it's how you wear the skinny is what will keep you modern or not modern there's certain cuts like for myself i love a flared jean but for the most part it doesn't suit me day to day 
So I'll come back to more denim in a bit, but let's get back to um, the trends and again, how you can dip your toe in. I like to say to women about trends is to, and the phrase is, add a hint. So leopard print. For me, myself, leopard print is very much in my style DNA and I could pretty much wear it head to toe. It's part of my style personality. But if you were somebody who never, ever, ever wore leopard print, it's not your natural vibe, but you'd like to give it a go, then this is where you go for a hint of. And you add a hint through either like a bodysuit, which is then placed with jeans and a blazer on top. So it's not the main piece. It's sitting under another garment. It's a layering piece, but it just comes through as a little touch. Or you can, for example, have a leopard print belt. Um, so if you're very much, I like to wear all black or all neutral head to toe, but I would like to give a hint to the leopard print then a little slimline belt, or maybe even some boots, um, can just where you just add a hint to your look. I think also, as a classic, if you don't incorporate some of the modern trends, when you meet up with other girlfriends, as much as they love you, the one thing they will always do is scan you from head to toe to see if there's anything new about you. And I think if you're a true, true classic, this is where the slightly boring element can come in because you're so predictable with your style. And this is where I think trends can really be your best friend because adding a hint in here or there, or even if it's just some dangly earrings that have a hint of colour, a hint of a pattern, or, you know, it's just a more modern style of say for example gold hoops, then that starts a conversation and it's particularly, I think, um, a way of getting across a little personality that perhaps people don't tend to always think about you when you first spring to mind. So I think it's always nice to be known for that, oh, what's she going to be wearing? Um, rather than the predictable. Nobody wants to be predictable, unless obviously you do. Let's talk about classic forms of styling that you can, or that you can tune into and think, I need to elevate here. This is, I'm classic through and through, but these are some of the areas that I can perhaps step out of my comfort zone a little to add in some trends. Let's start with accessories, because they're they are really, especially these days with, with High Street and that, um, you've got HM, you've got and other stories, you can even go as cheap as Primark if you really, really want to test something. But they are affordable. It's not going to be the biggest investment of your life and you can have a little test and play. And, you know, to embrace that kind of circular fashion, so you're not, if, if it's something you've made a mistake on, which we all do, I still do today, um, it doesn't have to be the end of the world. So if you do test something and it's not for you, um, the best advice I can give is just pass it on to a girlfriend. 
pass it on to a sister, a niece, even pass up to your mum. You know, if it really doesn't work for you, um, just pass it on. Or just sell it on eBay, sell it on any other pre-loved sites. You've had a go, didn't work, that's fine. But accessories like handbags, handbags are a great way to add a trend. You know, um, I really love the, the, the Kermit Frog Green. I think it's called Kelly Green and it was really big last summer. There is no way I could have worn that physically in terms of clothing. It really wouldn't suit my colourings or I wouldn't feel comfortable. You know, I, it was a bit too much for me that I didn't think it sort of, it kind of lent to my own style vibe. But I was seriously checking out Kelly Green strappy sandals for my summer holiday. And I was looking at, I was in June, London actually, and I was looking at these gorgeous Kelly Green handbags. And that is such an easy way to dip into a colour trend without wholeheartedly investing my whole life into it. Um, so that's a really, accessories is probably the best place to start with trends. Um, let's move on to denim. So we've talked about denim a bit. Denim can be quite a confusing category. And I know a lot of us don't really like to shop for um, jeans. Um, but jeans are not the only um, element of the denim category and I would say you know you can test yourself or you can try um, other elements like skirts or denim dresses and there's such a wide variety now. So if we talk about spring 2023 for example double denim or um, triple denim is going to be you know, it's going to be a trend um, very much this spring, summer. And I'm already finding myself searching. I've already got pinboard um, on double denim um, because the trend for this year is to go slightly darker, more tailoring. Um, Mango have a really good new collection that I've been um, exploring. So, so instead of the classic denim jacket the denim here is going more and more into the blazer cut which I think is brilliant I think it's really going to be a great one um, because workwear for example um, is more of an elevated level this year I think with the whole back to work vibe um, tailoring is strong um, but most of us work in environments where it's business casual so denim is a great way to explore further, but to continuously wear a classic denim that you've worn for 20 years because it's your comfort zone, I think can actually age you or age your style. So denim is definitely a trend to stay tuned into and also be in the back of your mind thinking, this is an area that I have to remember to refresh cannot stay on my laurels not if I want to keep that view that I want to stay modern um, I think it's just such such an easy way of styling yourself without having to get too caught up in am I making a bad investment here footwear now footwear I feel a bit differently about when it comes to trends 
I think footwear is important to be right for you. There is no point in buying platform shoes if you can't walk in them. Um, there's no point in buying the latest trend in trainers if, for the most part, you can't incorporate trainers into your working week. Your office may not allow you. Well, let's be honest, wearing a pair of trainers every weekend is not exactly um, everyone's go-to. So there's going to be certain trends in footwear. I think a practical level needs to come in. Do you commute? Do you not commute? Can you walk all day in heels? Or actually, no, you can't. Um, and I think once you actually sit and think about where, you know, your typical week and what kind of footwear you need to get you through your week, then I think that will determine whether you can um, jump into that trend or not. I mean, if we talk about the last few years about chunky boots, I wore them before they became popular. I've always been um, a fan of sort of the motorbike style boot. Um, but the fact that over the last couple of years they've got bigger and chunkier and all, all of that, for me that's been huge. I've loved it. It's very much my style personality. But I do know a few ladies that have said to me, I just can't wear them. I just can't wear them. So if you know in your hearts of hearts that that trend you just can't wear, that's fine too. Now let's move on to two areas that I don't think um, women think about when it comes to trends and I think it can make a huge difference. So if for example your wardrobe is at a level that you're very very happy with um, and you don't want to invest in it for this season, you know you want to wear more of what you've got already and you're not too fussed about the fashion trends, then another area to, to consider um, is your hairstyle and your makeup. Um, we can all get into a bit of a style rut. Um, now, I personally um, have been trying something just recently where I was growing out my fringe. And, you know, the trend at the moment is to not have a deep, heavy fringe. It's more parted. Not that that was my main driver, but I, I think it was about September time I thought, right, I'm going to um, start to grow my fringe out. Well, I'm recording this on the 3rd of February, and yesterday I actually had my fringe cut back in. So for about five months, um, I haven't had my normal fringe cut, um, and I was trying to embrace this dividing the fringe at the front, do I go for a very dominant um, middle parting, do I have a side parting, I've tried lots of things, do I actually take it completely off my face and reveal my whole forehead, you know I've tried so many different things over the last few months. Now the trend might be to not have a fringe at the moment but the conclusion I've come to is I want my fringe. So you can have a go at trying something different, but you do have to listen to your heart. You have to have the confidence to go, this is not for me. But having a little go at something new is a great way of stepping out your comfort zone. Maybe, for example, you've always had the same hair dye. I'll give you another example. About three years ago, I thought, it's been a long time since I've been blonde. 
You know, I went blonde a lot in my 20s. In fact, you wouldn't have known me as a brunette. My hair was blonde, I think, for a good six, seven years. Um, and I thought, God, it's ages since I've been blonde. So I knew I wouldn't want to be blonde all over. So I had highlights put in um, from two thirds down on my head, hair. Um, and it was nice. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for about three months. It felt very lovely. Um, and it actually was really uplifting to try something new. And, um, you know, my hairdresser was very much, this is how, these are the colour shades at the moment. This is the sort of way to wear it. And I think you have to sometimes take that leap of faith. And with all things, if it doesn't work out, if you don't like it, you can then um, try something different or you can revert back. When it comes to makeup, every season, I think it's important to go see what's new. And the best way to do this, I think, is to visit a department store. If you go to a department store, there is lots and lots of different concessions. There's a lot of makeup artists. You can pay 20 or 30 quid for them to do your makeup. Some of them might offer to do it for free, but these days you typically have to pay. Or if you do pay and then purchase, then that money's taken off um, the price of your goods. And I think this is brilliant. And I would really recommend to go on your own. I think when you're in, trying to embrace um, new colour, a bit of freshness in terms of makeup, you really don't need girlfriends or family members um, saying to you, oh, I wouldn't normally see you in that colour. You kind of really don't need any of that information going on when you're trying to decide. So go on your own, go and speak to one or two makeup artists and say to them, I want to refresh what's new this spring, you know, um, what's kind of trending at the moment and really wholeheartedly explore, give yourself the time to explore, set aside some budget in your head before you go. You can impulse buy or you can make a decision there and then. They quite often have offers. If you buy two or three products, you might have some money off. So really go with the intention of, I am going to refresh my makeup and I am going to buy. And I'm gonna give this a good two to three hours. You know, Don't try and cram it in in sort of 20 minutes because honestly you need to have lengthy conversations and you want to test uh, you know sort of try test um, maybe get them to do your makeup leave the store say to them I want to go outside I want to look in daylight maybe go off and have a cup of coffee and all that go to the public bathrooms and have another look completely on your own or make sure you've got a compact mirror in your bag and take that extra time in daylight to really see the colours they've 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 put on you and see how it makes you feel and if if these um new purchases or you know the items you've tried really do work for you then buy them because it's amazing how uplifting a few new makeup items can really really be so I'm going to leave it there. I feel like I've had a bit of a rant in this one. It's not intentional. I just I just think women who want to be stylish or want to remain stylish 
you can embrace trends. I'm a huge, huge believer in trends. They're not just for the young. They're not just flippant. They're actually a really, really important factor for modern styling. And if you only take one message away from this podcast, that's to start embracing them. Stay true to your style personality, but do have a look at what trends are out there. Do look at the colours, the patterns, the cuts that they're suggesting. You know, even maybe read a different magazine to what you would normally take some fashion advice from or, you know, go walk into a completely different store, fashion store, to what you would typically walk into. Just look, just observe and just think, could I wear that? Because most of the time, yes, you can. Yes, you can. It's the way you wear it is um, is the key. So I'm going to leave that there for this week. I'm going to um, be back with another Styling Matters podcast. I hope you are enjoying it. Um, this is still very much a new baby for me. I'm actually, for this one, for the first time ever, I'm holding a microphone. I never thought I'd be in... Um, be doing this so it's quite fun in one respect I don't know how you listen to this whether it's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts but hopefully you've pressed the subscribe button so that my future um, podcast episodes land in your queue each week if you found me through podcast and haven't come across me before then I hope you go and check me out on Instagram I'm on Instagram at Lizzie L-I-Z-Z-I dot Richardson um, my blog is called Loved by Lizzie there's loads of styling um, blog posts on there um, fill your boots by going to the archives page yeah I'll be back soon so enjoy styling bye for now